This is a WTOP original podcast. Welcome to The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. I'm Scott Greenberg, also known as The Vine Guy. In this episode, I talk with Gus Calaris, who not only owns Constantine Wines, a wine importer distributor, but is also the producer of three notable wine brands, Worthy, Axios, and the Claris Family Vineyards. Those are wines that are made in his own vineyard in Napa Valley, California. This Greek-Italian-American, who was born in D.C., loves bringing some of his Greek heritage to his wines. Gus talks about his role in the wine world, a new one-of-a-kind wine that combines old world and new world varieties, and canned wine, and what just might be in his future. We'll even sample a few wines in his portfolio. Stick around for all of that and much more in this episode of The Vine Guy. Gus, thank you so much for being here and joining me on The Vine Guy. Uh, thrilled to be here. You and I go back quite a ways. I mean, I remember when you first launched your first vintage of Axios, the 1999, which I still have an original wood case. And, and I got to open it. I mean, 20 years later, I mean. It's drinking well. Right? So what motivated you to start Axios? Here you are, very successful in your own right as a distributor in the Washington, D.C. area. But then you did something like nobody wants to do. You decided to go out and make wine. Well, at that particular time in the wine industry, uh, Napa was really, truly on fire. And there wasn't as many players as there are now. So uh, I had a, really had a lot of mentors, guys like Bill Harlan and, and, um, and just guys that I represented, you know, six or seven guys I represented that all, like, encouraged me to take the plunge. So it was really nice. And uh, people really embraced the idea. And uh, I finally had some enough money to, uh, <laughs> to give it a try. And so we started Oxios, and we made about 250 cases. And my mantra to Bob Egelhoff, who was our winemaker and still today is our winemaker, is really, you know, money, no object. I want you to make the best possible wine we can make. And I want it to be 100% Cabernet. So, Gus, how do you make a small fortune in wine? Well, you, you know the answer to that. <laughs> you start with a big one. <laughs> so 250 cases of Axios, and I still have one. Yeah, man. That's pretty it's, cool. It's showing very well, man. Pop one. I will. So, you know, speaking of popping the bottles, you actually age Axios in the bottle a little bit longer than usual. Yeah, Tell I think it's important. That. What's going on with that? Yeah, I, I think it's important to uh, offer the customer something they can pop open and drink, and has a little level of maturity and nuance. Unlike us. Yes, <laughs> definitely <laughs> unlike us. Uh, and so I, I uh, it was my idea from the beginning. And, and so, you know, thus, you know, you're drinking 2012 today, and that's our current vintage. And I think people really appreciate it. I know I do. So we'll get to that in our tasting portion, which I'm looking forward to. So Telios. What's it? What's going on with Telios? What does that mean? What's that all about? So Telios is our entry into a lower price range. Uh, we found this great vineyard in Lodi to make wine from, and typically Lodi uh, fruit can be green. You know, else in the industry we say, "Oh, Lodi, it's going to be green." But uh, we found a wonderful vineyard. We've worked with it for three three years now. The wine is really supple and wonderful, and you know it's about a sixteen dollar wine. And 
the most important thing about it is is that we in that price range you find many many wines that are i would say uh deconstructed and reconstructed <laughs> and a lot of additives uh, uh, and manipulated manipulated yeah. yes and so this is just you know, pure cabernet low oak and it's it's quite delicious this is pure cab from Lodi. Yep. So is what you're telling me. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Very cool. And now you've got another brand coming on board. I mean, it's hard. It, in all honesty, Gus, it's hard to keep up with you. <laughs> you, know, it's oh, really, you get the bug and then you can't stop. I know. It's, it's, a pro, it's an issue, really. <laughs> this one is, I'm really interested in. We talked about it just before we started recording, and it's called Filatimo. And what is the meaning of Philatimo? What's going on behind that brand? So uh, it's a very important word in the Greek language. It's maybe the largest word in the Greek language. It, the the literal translation is Philotimo, friend of honor, but it's bigger than that. It's like uh, you know what what has uh, made Greece uh, a democracy and 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 the. Really, it's about fellowship and kindness and doing for others. And uh, so this particular wine is one of a kind. It is uh, 50% Xinomavro from Greece. Say what? <laughs> Xinomavro. <laughs> okay. And, um, so, uh, and it's uh, from Alpha State. So Alpha State made this wine for me. They're the n- number one producer of Xinomavro. And uh, so I purchased this wine from them uh, with uh, all new oak, uh, French oak aging, and we blended it with our with our Napa Cabernet. And uh, it was an idea I've had for probably what? seven or eight years. And so uh, we finally came to fruition, and we're really delighted with it. Uh, the the uh, Psalms all over really get it. Uh, you know, it's a really different wine, but it's it's. I think it's perfect for food. It's a perfect food wine. You know, you just have your lamb chops with this baby and you're happy. So this is half old world, half new world. Yeah. It's American Greek, Greek American. And it's the first the first like ever. Is is the first like ever. That's first cool. ever. Probably probably the only one because it's difficult to do. As a matter of fact, like if you try to you know, work with the uh, government agencies, they won't allow you to put anything on the label. I wanted to put, you know, that it's from Greece and Napa. They wouldn't allow it. Uh, they wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't allow vintage. So we submitted it like six times. So someone, someone who had something in their eye that day allowed us to put the vintage. Finally. Yes, finally. That's cool. Of course, I know you for having cut your teeth on Worthy and Truth, which are massive brands uh, through not just throughout the D.C. area, but nationally now. And uh, I remember just buying gobs and gobs, and friends of mine would, would who I turned you on to would buy gobs and gobs of, of these wines. They still do, man. Your, still friend's still, right. your friend's still ringing me up, baby. <laughs> and the good news is, you know, we, you know why, Gus? Because it's damn good wine. It's damn good wine at a phenomenal price point. Yeah, we work very hard at that, believe me. How do you do it? Yeah, let's just talk about Worthy for a second. Well, I love that wine. So it's really about about um not chasing cases or or anything but quality. For us, like one year we'll make fifteen thousand cases. The next year we might make six thousand cases or three thousand cases. It's all about um what we can contract that year 
to go along with what we don't use in Oxios. So we start with this great nucleus of super expensive Napa cab, and it becomes the nucleus of Worthy. And then that essentially gets blended down. Like nobody really does that, but I think it's essential to the why Oxios is so good and why Worthy is so good. Right. I, but I would never mistake Oxios, I mean, sorry, Worthy for a second label of Oxios. It's a completely different wine. No, I mean, some people some people say, I love the Worthy. Why should I buy the Oxios? Well, you <laughs> you know? Know? Okay, Gil, I actually have said that to you. You and I have had that debate, and, and, I, and I do love the Axios. But, you know, the price point of the Axios, and you know, I can buy like, what, four or five bottles of the Worthy. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, and it's damn good juice. Yeah. You know, so kudos. And, and you do it Thank every you. year. Thank and you. You do it we every year. We work really hard at it. And now you've taken the big plunge. I mean, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to come visit. You know that. You absolutely you have know. to. You've now actually bought a house and vineyard in Calistoga, in Napa Valley. Yes. So what, you're out in Napa, you're walking around or you're doing your deals or you're talking to <laughs> Egelhoff, whatever it is, and you stumble on this or were you actively looking? How did this come about? I was actively looking. So I looked for about two years. Um, you know, you have a brand and you're doing about 30,000 cases a year between all the brands. And, you know, there's no place to, to show someone, you know. So that was one of the reasons. The other one is, you know, it's it's about time. I'm 60 and uh, well, I was 54 when I bought it. Okay. But, um you know, it, it's just time to, to do that, and uh, some you know, plan, starting my succession plan. I know the kids love it out there, <laughs> and uh, they, they want to make sure much. I keep it. You know, and um, and uh, the vineyard was was a beautiful vineyard. It was intact. Uh, we did a lot of things. We've improved the property quite a bit. How did Lynn feel about it? Uh, Lynn, oh, by the way, Lynn is his wife. Lynn absolutely loves it. Uh, you know, she, there's a huge pool there. She. Does her laps every day, you know. I'm I'm drinking gin and tonic. <laughs> you watching, watching her? her. Well, you know, somebody needs <laughs> a lifeguard until it gets too hot. Helen's <laughs> <laughs> <Lynn's> lifeguard. <laughs> Gus drinking GTS. So that's awesome. You've got what about eleven vineyards now planted? I mean, uh, eleven acres. Sorry, about eleven acres. Eleven planted. acres planted. Yeah, and uh, you know we replanted a lot of the vineyard. What's it planted to? Mostly. So now it's uh, Cabernet Franc, Merlot. Cabernet, and Petit Verdot. So I know we talked a little bit about Cabernet Franc, and I think you have in front of us a 100% It is, it Cab is, Franc. indeed. What, what's going on with that? I mean, uh, Cab Franc, that's kind of a big bet. It's a big bet because uh, everybody's like, why don't you just plant Cab? You, you know, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like... the a moneymaker. They think it's like printing money. And it, really, if you just grew grapes and sold them, it'd be pretty easy, you know, to, to just grow Cab. But my, I have a vision for the property, and uh, so I didn't listen to anyone <laughs> except my gut. And um, so we planted pretty much half the vineyard to, to Franck. And uh, the Merlot was already there, and it's outstanding. And as a matter of fact, the Merlot won the International Psalm Challenge, uh, my first cool. vintage, which is which is essentially like 2,500 professional psalms. I'm, I'm sorry, 20, <laughs> 2,500 wines tasted by professional psalms blind. And this was number one overall of all those wines. So it was, it was pretty cool to come out of the gate like and that. And it was 100% Merlot? 100% Merlot. Yeah. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. That's, uh... So we have a good 
good base of Merlot there. And my my whole idea is to make a just one amazing Palmerol style wine. Okay, so like a Meritage, a, you know, a Bordeaux yeah. style, yeah, red blend where you're, you're going to be using all. I mean, that. I'll probably use the Petit Verdot and the Cab in the blend, but yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be Cab Franc centric, you know. So personally, I love Cab Franc. And and I think there's a lot of really interesting things going on in the in Napa Valley in particular with with Cab Franc. You don't see a lot of it, right? Not, not really, at least not, you know, 100% Cab Franc. It's it's now the most expensive uh, grape variety in Napa Valley. Get out. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the average ton, which includes you know the good and the bad and the ugly, but I think the average tons for, of Francs about 7,800 and Cabs about 75. No kidding. Yeah. In a million years, would you have thought that? No, absolutely not. But I, I think it's used uh, primarily as a blending grape, and it, it adds so much to wine. It you know, does. you know, but if you can ripen it, you know, enough and and really be patient with Cab Franc, I think it is a gorgeous. Everybody's like, yeah, it's a tough grape. grape to grow, and I'm like, well, I'm in Calistoga, it's hot there, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's worked out very well. This, what, what we're going to taste today is uh, my first vintage, which was uh, 2016. And uh, it came out of the shoot with great reviews, and the wine, we only made 120 cases. I mean, because, oh, okay. you know, the early on, we're cutting a lot of fruit, and we're strengthening the vine, and so, you know, the yield was minute. Very cool. Well, I can't, I really cannot wait to taste it. Before we jump into our tasting portion, though, I mean, you've seen the industry, you're unique. I mean, not only are you a grower uh, and now, you know, and, and have been making wine for... Ruggedly handsome. As ruggedly handsome. Thank you. Lynn is lucky to have this hunk of hunk of burning love <laughs> to come <laughs> home to. <laughs> but you, you've you made wine for two decades now, the Axios, and you know, from your first vintage in 99. What are some of the interesting changes you see going on in the industry? And are you embracing any of those, those uh, changes? I think cans is what's really coming strong right now. Seems like everyone's uh, producing cans. And so I'm giving it a try as well. Are you <laughs> I'm going to really? try. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it'll it'll wow. probably be ready uh, just in time for summer to end. Is the way we do things. <laughs> but, <laughs> Perfect timing. But um, it's going to be under my truth label. It's going to be a sparkling wine. Okay, another big trend in the industry. Yeah, sparklers. I, th- I think sparkling and rosé in cans are the are what people are really buying, focusing on. And so I and I didn't want to think too far out of the box my first time out, and so that's what we're going to do, and it's going to be called Truth Little White Lie. It's <laughs> clever, I think. It's, I think it's, it's clever. Cute. And it's going to be ready towards the end of summer, all, beginning of the August, fall. August, yeah, uh, middle of August. Yeah, something yeah. I want to maybe pop in the picnic basket, take to the beach. Oh, absolutely, man! It tastes, it's going to taste great. Send me a three pack. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they come in 24. We'll, we can we can handle 24 cans of wine. <laughs> so that, that's actually I got to say, I mean again, no you got a promise to drink them all. <laughs> yeah, in, all between, right. in between in uh, between you know drinking Do I have 23 uh, friends that's that's a <laughs> Well, you know, um uh, I have a refined palate thanks yeah, to you, you certainly in part, do. you know. You uh you were very good to me very early on and and let me um Kind of traipsed through your cellar on one particular Easter, as I recall. It's a lot of fun. Oh my God, it's it's a fantasy. It's you know your cellar is like the Disneyland of wine. I just don't want to get off that ride. I know I can spend time down there, but usually if I send a friend downstairs to the cellar, it's like they, I'm like, are you coming up? When are you coming? Because 
You know, <laughs> I said, you can have anything you want, but I want to drink it today. <laughs> and speaking of drinking today, let's uh, let's start with our tasting. So we're really very fortunate to have you in in the studio. Normally, we get two, maybe a chance to try three wines. We got four in front. Of, and by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, Gus came in with a case of wine. I'm like, no, no, pick your four favorite children, and those are what we're doing. So we're actually going to be tasting through uh, a series of red wines today, and I'm really excited about this. So take us through the tasting. Well, first we're going to taste this uh, Telios. So uh, Telios, uh, uh, by the way, means uh, something that you in the Greek language means something you do to its completion, to its best completion. And so you see it know, through to its end, yes. so to speak. And so uh, this is pretty, like I said before, very unmanipulated uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, hundred uh, percent. It's very silky and smooth, and wow! And it over delivers for sixteen bucks. That's the $16. main sixteen dollars. Yeah, that's the main for this thing. wine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, there's, it's it's really good. it's really has a just a mouthful of fruit. It's bone dry. You know, it's I don't know. It's it. it what, what I feel about all our, all our wines is that uh, I think they all deliver value, regardless whether it's our hundred forty dollar wine or our sixteen dollar wine. I think it in this day and age, and and owning a distributorship, I think I have an insight that some other wine producers may not have uh, because I'm on the front line. I've been on the front lines for over 30 years. Right. You know it sells. You know it moves. You get a, a feeling for price points and value. Right. This is this is a great value, guys. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm, Thank you. I'm digging this. I would have, you know, I prob- the first thing again is, you know, that fruit just hits you right up front. Just nice. It's got some grip to it, though. Yeah, I think it's super well balanced. It's not like something that you got to worry about drinking five years from now. You know, I mean, it's fine. It's a screw cap, so I mean, right. I, you know, I don't I'm know. Fine with that. I don't know if I'm sticking it, holding it around for five years, but uh, yeah. it, it would last. <laughs> so this is on the uh, on the drink sooner side of your portfolio. Yeah, I, would, I would think so. All right, cool. Now it's interesting. We've got a sixteen dollar bottle of wine standing right next to a slightly more expensive. Yeah. Went a little bit. A little bit. Tell us about the Axios. All right. So Axios is our flagship wine. So and Axios means? It means worthy. Exactly. Yeah. So and we, I, I'm feeling we, a little worthy that you opened this for me. We stick to the Greek stuff here, man. Yeah. We stick to the Greek stuff. Um, so Axios uh, is 100% Cabernet. It's 100% Cabernet every year. It's all hillside and mountain fruit. Um, we have two primary vineyards that we use, but we also introduce... Two or three others every year, and but be honest with you, typically they don't make it into Oxios, but they definitely make it into Worthy. Um, and uh, we've been very, very happy because we have like a, a wine that provides kind of structure and a wine and a one wine that really uh, produces this lush, you know, monolithic, delicious, you know. <laughs> Uh, cab. I just peed a little. Yeah, <laughs> oh boy. That was some, so the 2012 Axios. Mm. Wow. I, first of all, the aroma. I'm not sure if I want to drink it or wear it. This is yeah. a phenomenal I, aroma that's coming out of this wine. I've always thought our wines um, were kind of a hypothetical blend of Chateau Margaux and Napa Cab. I, I mean, it has that, that just, just kind of high-toned uh, 
high pitched um, phenolics. It does, but then it sort of got that wonderful underbrushy, foresty thing going yeah. on, which you know you kind of get from the old world side. And it's you meaty, think, you know. Yeah. It's still, <laughs> you know, it's it's a uh, wow, that is, and it's just a mouthful of juice. Holy schmoly! Thank oh, you. Oh, I'm gonna suck that dry. Yeah, man. <laughs> I did. I didn't spit that one. That's. That is delicious. Good job on that. And the price point on that we know is a little higher. It's about a hundred forty-five, buck forty. And you know what? That's a bargain compared to what's going on with some other Napa Valley cabs. I mean, I, I know it's so hard to say that at one hundred forty-five it's a bargain, <laughs> but when you look at its peer group and right, you know the the wines always. I don't like talking about scores, but they always score in the mid to high nineties. So you know, in its peer group, it's. Lower end. Yeah, yeah it's the, the lower end of the high 90s. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I actually did just recently get you know, allocations of, of certain wines. I'm, I'm on, you know, get some allocations, and I always look at the the pricing of these things, and they're getting outrageous. You know, they're piercing three, three fifty, four hundred dollars $400 now. Or 2000 <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple out there, right, that we both know um, that you probably have represented in the past. Oh, um, still do. And uh, very happily so by the way. <laughs> I'm sure. So there's so 145 while it may sound to a, a novice wine drinker as kind of a like what? But seriously, it's it's of relative value what's yeah, going on in Napa and that is delicious. I mean, I really truly in my heart wish that wines didn't have to cost as much as they do. But man, it's uh, I guess it's a supply and demand thing and and it's a uh, you know, I know for sure we don't, we mark up our wines less than most wineries do, yeah. and and I, I got to tell you, you don't make a lot of it either. No, so uh, it's kind of a precious commodity. Yeah, the Oxius right. is about four hundred fifty five hundred case a year. It just was interesting that you kind of slipped it in after the uh, Telios, you know, which right? No, Telios tastes good though. It does. <laughs> yeah. So that's what my point yeah. is: is yeah. even trying the Telios and then trying the Axios. Yeah. Uh, the Telia still stands up. I'm, you know, you still, yeah. you, you still stand by that story. All right, now the wine I've been waiting for. This is the wine that we're most most excited about the future of. Um, like I said, this is our first vintage. We we only made about 110 cases, and so you know we didn't. We're going to wait to do our what I hope is to be an iconic blend uh, till we really see what the vineyard's doing. Mm. So tell everybody what we're drinking, Gus. This, this is, wow. Isn't it great? It <laughs> uh, really is. And, and I don't know, and I really don't know if I was tasting this blind, what I would think it was. <laughs> right? Because, I mean, that might, uh, so first of all, we're drinking the Calaris family. 2016? 2016, yeah. Cab Franc. And I, I'm not sure... I don't know how to describe this wine, other than yummy. Well, it's is got, yummy a description? It's, yes, <laughs> for me it is. It's a great. Uh, it's got great structure, of course, as in all our wines. I think you know our wines are supremely balanced, and I think that's the key to yeah, making any good wine. Absolutely, this wine has got great structure, great balance, amazing fruit up front. Um, trying to really wrap my head around this, I'm getting a lot of cassis, dark cassis. It's got a little uh, licorice. Yeah, a little licorice it's in there. Got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, a little kind of a, maybe a, even a pop of you know roasted espresso or something is 
maybe mocha. I remember we took uh, two 750s of tank samples, and when uh, my uh, vice president, Paul Janaris, was on the porch at the vineyard with me, and it was gone by the, by the end of the <laughs> afternoon. Oops. <laughs> he liked it. Yeah. Well, that's what Uber's for. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's that's rocking, man. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're Is this going to be available in the market soon or now? That's in the market now. It is. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to find out where you're selling that. And we're that's going to be about 70 75. Yeah. That perfect. It's a it's a perfect price point for that. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. think it's fair, super fair. All right. And now the the Greek American Greek wine. American wine. You had a hard time with the uh, the label, by the way, is what uh, Alpha Omega. Alpha Omega, and uh, designed by my son Alexander Kolaris, who does these kind of things for a living, and uh, really? very excited. Very cool. Yeah, he just graduated um, Northeastern University, and hey, you just got a raise. Yeah, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Congratulations, <laughs> thank you. That's awesome, and so uh, the again. Philatimo, which, as we, you said, encompasses a larger meaning. Absolutely. Uh, but, it's know. like if you go and you say, uh, it's like I'm pointing to you, I'm telling the guys, you have Philotimo. They're like, they're going to embrace you. He doesn't have Philotimo. Forget it, man. He's dead meat. <laughs> oh, cool. So let's, let's hope, let's hope this, uh, this one guy has Philotimo. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the nose. Wow, again, you know, I, I'm not. If if I was smelling this blind, I have to say I'd I'd probably be running more old world than new. Yeah, Just, I mean the the Sinomavro is a very high acid black grape. Okay, that's the that's what you usually get from Sinomavro, high yeah. acid black, yeah. but but lush, and then. Of course, Napa Cab, you know all about that. Mm. And I, I just always had this idea to blend the two. And I'm so grateful that oh. uh, that Angelo <laughs> Latridis from Alpha State agreed to do this for me because, uh, you know, he's he's a very serious guy about his wine. And uh, it was it was very cool that um, he sold me this, you know, his 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 best Sinomovador Sinom to put in this. So... It was really cool. Oh, so, hey, mom, dad, if you're listening, I need you to uh, turn the volume down right now because, Gus, I need to get a bottle of this because next week I'm having uh, dinner with a bunch of psalms. We're doing st- oh, stupid yeah. psalm tricks, right? We're, gonna, Absolutely. we're doing a blind tasting. They and won't pick that I don't, one. I don't wanna, and I'm, I'm going to fuck with them. <laughs> I'm going to take this bottle. That'll do it. That will fuck with them. I, but they're going to like it. They're going to love it. Psalms adore this Yeah, one. but they're not going to know what it is. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be, oh, it's old world. No, it's new world. No one's going to know what it is. It's going to be great. There's no way. Unless, unless, of course, they listen to this podcast before dinner. Oh, yeah, right. I'll make sure we release this after. Right. Yeah, I'll make sure you get some wine. It's it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, and what what are we uh, pricing this at? That's It's going to be around $70. Yeah. That's so, wild. I mean, really, it's one wine where the uh, parts really cost more than the sum, you know? <laughs> wow, that's just, that is delicious. The thing that's really, really popping out on me on that wine is how juicy it is. I'm really getting this wonderful, um, you know, sort of the salivary uh, reaction on the sides of my cheeks, and it's just, 
this juiciness and the acidity yeah. in this it's wine. Yeah, like it's like sweet tannins with the, with the juicy, you know, mouth-watering acidity. Yeah, it really, that's perfect. Mouth-watering acidity. That's exactly what's going on in this wine. Yeah, it's a neat wine. It's, I mean, really, I think it's an outstanding food wine. Wow. So, Gus, if, if people listening actually want to purchase these wines, you, you have a website or what's, oh, absolutely. what's the deal? Yeah. What's, it's a how double, do we get these? www.oxioswine.com, A-X as Xavier, I-O-S wine.com. And uh, Scott is going to offer you a discount uh, through our website. How about that? It's very so, nice, yeah. Scott. If you go to the website and you key in VineGuy, V as in Victor, I-N-E-G-U-Y, all one word, uh, you'll get 10% off your purchase when you go to the website and uh, purchase these wines. Again, www.oxios.com. And, Oxioswine.com. Um, Oxioswine.com. That's right. So we want you to definitely go there and uh, check these wines out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I, I know I'm not. And now I'll probably go to. Hey, Gus, would the would the discount work for me if I'm me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Just want to make sure that I was I was eligible. <laughs> so, um, uh, listen, as as we would say in in Greece, aferisto, parakalo, parakalo, for coming in and sharing your wines with me. Could you just remind us again one more time the four wines that we had today? So we had the Telios. Cabernet Sauvignon from Lodi, 2014. We had the Oxios Cabernet Sauvignon, Napa Valley, 2012. We had the Calaris Family um, Cabernet Franc uh, from our estate, 2016. And we had the Filotimo, 50% uh, Xenoma Vro, 50% Napa Cab, 2015. Which is now legally on the label. <laughs> yes, 15's on <laughs> Very there. cool. Thanks so much for listening to The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. Follow me on Twitter at The Vine Guy and be sure to catch my Wine of the Week segments on Fridays on WTOP and WTOP.com. Sarah Beth Hensley produced this episode. The music you heard is Wishful Thinking by Dan Leibowitz, available in the YouTube audio library. Till the next time, do good, drink well. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.